fashion, functionality, and fit. Barbell Apparel is second to none in the athletic clothing department. I've revamped my entire wardrobe with it, and Karen knows how seriously I take my clothing. Everything from jeans and chinos to shorts and polos, plus everything you need to hit the gym, sweat hard, and still go home looking and feeling fresh. Let's face it, when you look good, you feel good, and when you feel good, life is just better. Our listeners can take 10% off at barbellapparel.com using promo code SENSEFITNESS10. That's barbellapparel.com. Use SENSEFITNESS10 at checkout. Welcome to the Sense Fitness Podcast. I am Jim Gazali. And I'm Karen Gazali. Hey guys, we have Powerhouse Athletics owner, certified personal trainer, Gabe Young in the house. Actually, we're in your house, Gabe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we're here in Albany at Walker Way. Um, facility's pretty cool. So Gabe, you and I met uh, not too long ago, actually, a few months ago, but I've known of you for, I think, a year now, maybe more. Um, and we'll get to how we met in a little bit. First, I want you to tell me, tell our listeners all about yourself. How you doing? I'm Gabe Young. Um, I um, own Powerhouse Athletics in Power Surge Nutrition. Um, we've built our um, high protein uh, products like the peanut butters and uh, obviously protein and uh, now pancakes. I also coach at Colony High School, um, football and track. And I train multiple athletes in the area, youth to professional athletes. Um, you know, it's something I've enjoyed to do, so we basically started our own thing, and that's where we're at right now. So how did you get into, you know, fitness as a profession? What's your background in, in athletics? Well, I, um, football was my thing, you know, coming out of um, high school, going into college, and um, ended up playing arena football for years, and um, uh, semi-pro on a semi-pro circuit. Um, I played with Albany Metro Mollus for years, Albany Conquest, um, bounced around with arena teams in um, Nebraska, New Jersey, and um, in the Massachusetts area. I'm originally from the Massachusetts area. Um, and I went to school for physical education. It was something I wanted to do was uh, continue coaching. I wanted to be involved in, in, in athletics in some way. So coaching, teaching uh, the youth is, is my big thing. Um, and and that's how the business really started. Formed. Right. What are some of the challenges that that you face? Uh, are you, are you you're the head coach of Colony Football? No, I'm not. I'm um, assistant. I'm an assistant. Um, I've been at Colony now. I want to say this is my eighth season, and I was at Shaker for five years before that. That's where I started started my career at Shaker. Actually, I started my year my career actually coaching um, Pop Warner. Okay. You know, Colony Pop Warner years ago. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Shaker High School and then Colony. So what are some of the challenges uh, that, that you face with youth athletes nowadays, especially in football, where, you know, you see a lot of the conversation being driven almost like anti-football nowadays with concussions and, you know, serious knee injuries and, and whatnot. Uh, talk a little bit about that and, and the challenges that you guys face as, as youth football coaches. Well, we um, definitely the concussions is definitely a um, a big problem, um, but with with all the new knowledge and um, the new techniques that we've we've been taught as coaches to help keep uh, help the kids keep their heads out of uh, tackling um, the safer helmets, um, just the, the new methods of of tackling in football. It's not when I was young; it was kind of uh, 
put your forehead on on someone's body right. and you know at full speed nowadays we don't we don't teach that anymore we don't we teach them to keep their their for their head out of the tackle we um you know it does happen where there is a collision um that's why the helmets are construct constructed a lot better than they were when we um when we were young um, but with all these athletes now who are a lot stronger and a lot faster it is dangerous because everybody's so much stronger and everybody's right. so much bigger now that you know um uh, so definitely concussions um injuries do happen you know so you're gonna see some breaks you know some tears but right. that's part of uh sports so that's part of any sport yeah that was gonna be uh one of my next questions how big of a difference have you noticed from the time you were playing uh youth football to now in the size the speed the athleticism of these kids well it i can tell you tell you this you know when when you have um you know 14 year old kids who are standing at six foot five and <laughs> you know uh 280 pounds and, and lean um that's pretty scary and you see that with some of these kids across the nation um you know back back when we was younger you know w lifting and all that that was that was a thing but now everybody has personal trainers everybody right. has strength coaches um kids are far more advanced um the food you know the supplements everything it's, it's it's far different than when when i was younger um and i was playing youth football 20 something years ago <laughs> right Given the, the new tackling techniques and a lot of conversation and more knowledge and research on concussions, uh, contrast that now with the size, speed, athleticism of the youth athlete now, would you say that the game is safer or unsafer compared th to when you were playing? I think there was a short period where um, a few years back where it wasn't as safe you know the athletes were so big and strong um but in the last over the last decade um you see there's been better helmets and each year they're coming out with a better helmet yes they are more expensive but you know that's our kids brains we're talking right. about so it's it's worth the money um again we've been introduced as coaches um across the nation um on different tackling techniques we as um, a group of coaches, uh, you know, we go to seminars each year, and it's like continuing education. Um, they do teach us. We learn from other college and pro coaches. So you'll see um, coaches from the top colleges and, you know, NFL coaches teaching the techniques that they even teach their guys because those guys are playing for money. So right. they want to make sure that they're healthy and they can make it through a season without a neck injury or, or a brain injury. So um, it's trickling down. And again, it, it is safer, you know, with the rules. Um, you know, they, they don't, they're going to penalize you heavy if you are targeting right. an, an individual. Right. Uh, so let's, you mentioned that uh, the weightlifting and the strength training uh, is now becoming more of a prominent thing. Uh, with the youth athletes that you coached, give us a little bit of a sense of the strength programming that, that you run them through. Uh, when you have a team of, you know, couple dozen kids are are you leading like them through group workouts is it more individualized give us a little bit of a perspective on on how you facilitate that well um we as a team um like right now and you know th throughout the summer and you know, in most teams throughout um section two the upstate uh, new york area you know teams are meeting you know uh maybe two or three times a week um 7 a.m 
7, 7 a.m. in the morning um, to get uh, group lifts with their team. Now, some of the strength training that we do do, some of the strength training is, you know, we're teaching them to be powerful, be explosive. Um, so learning how to power clean and, and hang clean and um, bench and squat, you know, all the power movements, that's something that we, we look for them to do so they can be more explosive on the field. Again, that does hurt individuals as they go into football um, with, you know, just pure collision. So we do want their bodies to take, be able to take what um, what's what they're in store for. So what about nutrition, right? Because obviously you have youth, they're growing, their bodies are still forming. Uh, they don't necessarily eat the right way, right? They're more inclined to have maybe fast food or sugary Correct. treats. So how do you get that going in the right direction? So we, we um, this is something we, we do. We try to, we're, we're trying to young, get the kids younger and younger to explain to their parents. So it's, it's a way of getting through to their parents first and just letting them know that, hey, their bodies will perform better right. if they put better foods in their, bod in their body. It's, it's the same for adults. But obviously, as youngsters, they don't love everything. So they're not going to eat the greens. Um, they, they don't <laughs> want to eat the greens. I know there was something uh, that was you know, even tough with, with my son. Uh, coming up he wasn't a big eater and um you know something i made sure that hey you're gonna have to finish what's on your plate you know let's let's try it out and eventually he started liking this stuff um i'm not gonna say he loves it but he can tolerate it now so it's we start with educating the parents right um on nutrition and you know we kind of compare them to professional athletes of every sport you know the reason why they're they're so good is because they take care of their bodies the interesting thing about that is youth athletes, they can get away with still performing fairly well, you know, eating McDonald's Correct. a couple times a week. Whereas people at our age, not that we're old, but we're older than them, you know, McDonald's a couple of days a week is really going to slow us oh, down. Yeah. So for them, you know, they might not see the benefit right away. Um, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm having a Big Mac and fries, you know, three days a week, but, you know, I'm still going out and catching right. the ball and scoring touchdowns. So I don't need to eat my vegetables. Right, and that's exactly the problem we have um, because there's so many, so many uh, of these athletes who who are just eating what they can get away with eating anything they want. Um, and like you said, we can't at our age. So, <laughs> again, again, it's it's more making the parents believers and, and, and the parents have to, to help with that um, to instill into them that your body's just not going to perform. And... You know, it's it's almost like a scare tactic because, like we said, their bodies are going to perform regardless. Right. Um, as they get a little older, you know, into their upper teens, um, they start to see a little bit of the difference. So now compare that to, or maybe not compare, but let's talk about the professionals that you train, right? You have right. a vast variety of, of clientele, I would say. Right. So who do you have? So Tell we, us everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I have uh, several pro fighters that you know, are, are actually uh, from the local area, and, and they're great people on top of um, great athletes. Um, you know, I, last night I just was uh, working with uh, Chris Dissonel. Um, uh, he's uh, based out of Bruno's Toast. He's over in uh, Latham. Uh, he's an MMA fighter. He has a fight coming up on, on Bellator. So he's getting prepared for that. He's a local kid from Cahos who was a wrestler, has a wrestling background. You know, um, Mikey Farragon out in uh, Minnesota. He's a local guy, but he has since moved out to Minnesota. Um, well, he's coming back out of retirement, which we're all really excited about. Mikey, Mikey actually was a trainer here as well. 
um, and he fights uh, next month. Um, you get guys like Abraham Nova, um, who fights. He'll be fighting at the new casino in Boston uh, coming up next month as well. He's another Albany guy. You know, these are all champion. You know, champions. You know, both Abraham and Mike were uh, Golden Glove champions, national champions, um, and now they're fighting on the pro boxing circuit. So what's that training look like, right? I'm thinking in my head, I'm comparing what are these guys doing to what I'm doing on a regular basis. Obviously, it's going to be very different. Yes, it's it's definitely intense. Um, you know, we we the difference in me training them and, and some of my, you know, maybe a soccer mom is they're going to do some of the similar things, but the intensity is a little different. They have to dig a little deeper mm-hmm. um, because they're in the, the ring sometimes for – 30 minutes and it's they got to figure it out because it's either get knocked out or right. <laughs> or uh, move on and they're working so, at level 10 the entire time absolutely right right there there is no rest so um how i push them is, is a little different and and sometimes we got to crank the music up and 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 um and go at it where you know when i'm dealing with some of my um not so uh, my clients that, that aren't looking to compete or anything, yeah, right. you know, we're, we're still having a good workout. We're intense. It's just, it's not going to be as loud. It's not going to be as hectic. It's, um, we try to put those athletes in basically organized confusion. We, we want mm-hmm. their brain scrambled. I want them, um, just uncomfortable right. because that's how they're going to be. Um, and there probably but, isn't as much recovery time for them, right? Correct. They're, because they don't recover. get that they don't in get the it, right. ring or, you know, right. when they're fighting. So when I simulate circuits for them um, or exercises, I try to, you know, I try to push them to a certain point and their rest time is, is, is very low. You know, they, if they're, in a, if they're uh, fighting, you know, they might have a minute of rest. So that's what I try to simulate. All right, go get a quick drink mm-hmm. and we're right back at it. Um, and they like it. They like that environment. That's what they want. You know, these people are... You know, great athletes. You know, as far as my, um, you know, my football guys, my from my youth up to my collegiate athletes and pros, you know, s- similar push. Mm-hmm. You know, the, everything is. Um, we we have to put them in uncomfortable situations. So, you know, there is there is a difference. Um, but you know, I train some runners, and they and it's slightly different. But again, we have to put them in uncomfortable situations. Um, our triathletes, same thing, because that is. So it's definitely something you have to I mimic reality. Yeah, Absolutely. makes sense. Right. So, when did Powerhouse Athletics come to be? What year did you guys start? I want to say it was about ten years ago. Okay. Um, we started ABC's for Sports and Fitness. They were um, they were great to us. We we subcontracted out of there. I trained at ABC for for years, and um, um, it was it was just a great great environment. You know, at the time I was at Shaker, so I was in the Latham area a lot more. Um, yeah, yeah, it was 10 or 11 years. We might be going into our 11th year, actually. Yeah. Did you know then that this is what you were going to be 10 years later? This is what I envisioned. This is what I wanted to be. Um, we wasn't exactly sure how we were going to get to that. Um, but, you know, we just kept at it. And, and it wasn't always as um, as fun. You know, we had to grind. We had to get out there and let people know, hey, this is, this is what we're putting out there. Um, we were connected to a lot of diff- different groups. Um, which helped us, you know, get the word out there on what we did with athletes. Uh, so it was it was definitely some work. At what point did you guys transition into the line of supplements and 
the protein peanut butter and now the the pancakes when did that come about which i have to say that's how we met (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the the nut butters have to be hands down i think and we've tried a lot they are my absolute favorite well thank you very much incredible i mean they don't separate it's not too thick it's just right and i'm not paid by gabe i'm just being honest (laughs) yeah i was telling uh somebody i was running with this morning about the peanut butters and i was saying how you know normally you get the like the craft peanut butter stuff right. and uh it's it kind of just like makes your tongue stick to the top of your mouth right. and i was like right. not this stuff this stuff is super light and airy so aside from all these glowing compliments <laughs> we're heaping <laughs> well, on thank you, you very much <laughs> uh when uh so when did this all come about with the nutrition well about um about seven or eight years ago, I, um, I was always into, you know, using a protein since I was a teenager. And it seemed like a lot of the proteins at the time, they were coming out and, and, and they were switching formulas and everything was switching up. Um, you know, I, I felt at the time, you know, hey, you know, is this something that, you know, it seems like something that we can get into. So I started doing my homework on, you know, proteins and, and um I met a, I met some people who actually who actually create protein, and you know I was just taking some tips, and I said you know I, I want to eventually do something for myself one day, you know, tried out a few a few formulas. Um, so I want to say that was about seven to eight years ago. With the protein part is what we started out, off with. Um, from there, about three years later, you know, as I would make my shake every morning, um, I'd put a glob of um, peanut butter in there and at the time there was one high protein peanut butter out and that was uh, P28 I'm giving him a little plug there um, and I felt that we could make a better product and, and that was just you know that so we we went to drawing board again I got with some people who were, um, were just you know they, they were just great on giving us information you know helping us lead us into the right um, direction so you know we eventually took our protein, um, figured out how we were going to make the peanut butters and infused our uh, peanut butters. And that was about, I would say about four years ago, three to four, three and a so half So you four use ago. your line of protein powder Correct. in with the peanut butter. Right. The protein powder is the brainchild of everything we got right. going on. And then the, the pancakes, um, that was something that we came out with. We, we finally finalized it and, and um, introduced that about two months ago. So that was something that we had on the back burner for years. We just, uh, with everything we have going on with the gym and, and our lives, um, that was something we, we just kind of had to put on the back burner. And then right. we were ready to do it, and so we, we introduced it. What does the process look like to get into the supplement space? Uh, you know, somebody like myself a few years ago who had no fitness background whatsoever and was just getting getting it into shape and, and whatever, um, you know, you walk into any store and you see a hundred different proteins, a right. hundred different pre-workouts and whatever. Um, what's the process like and how long did it take from the time you started like taking some notes and then uh, to the time it hit the, sh- hit the shelf basically? Right. So um, when, after we did our research, um, you know, and again, we didn't just want to just jump into it and put out a bad product. Right. Um, we, we, we had to figure out 
what route we want to go. So I, I want to say from the time we started talking about it and, you know, it, like everything with me starts with a sticky note. That's why you see all these <laughs> sticky notes. All my ideas, they're on sticky notes. I'll, I'll just wake up at 3 in the morning and have to write something down. Uh, from the time I start wrote it on a sticky note um, to the time we actually got it, the protein moving was a good you know it was probably a year yeah and some change it wasn't something that okay this is what i'm gonna do and you know it, it, we puff it started right. you know we had we had to, <coughs> excuse me <coughs> we had to do our homework and um you know we had to try f- different formulas and and you know how we were going to taste and you know we wanted to put out like i said a good product you know our ingredient list is short on our protein um we really stand by it and, and that's something that we don't want to ever change and I talk about it all the time with some of these companies who started out great this is kind of what got me into wanting to do protein and as they they grew um, their formula changed so they put more you know filler products in there obviously to make more and make more money right that's something that we don't ever want to have to do I, I don't want to sell out for money uh, you know I always want to keep our product people are happy with it so um, you know I want to get better if anything right where you know we were telling you uh when we walked in here that you know we have a couple of clients in tennessee that that recently bought uh your peanut butters you know how far are you like how far is your reach with with the proteins and stuff or you're shipping we ship all nationwide yes i mean we have um we have people in south dakota that buy about a, a case of almond butters a month you know, uh, we ship to San Diego, Florida, um, obviously the Massachusetts area being, that's where I'm from. Um, we're all over the place, and, and people are slowly finding out about us. I don't know how, <laughs> um, but it, it's awesome. Every time we see a new address, uh, you know, it's exciting to see, wow, this, you know, Tennessee. You know, we're like, wow, how the heck did they, how the heck did they find out? But it, it's cool to find out that it came from you guys, but that's what we want, you know. We want to reach as many people as possible, and um, because we, again, we think we have a great product, and you know, it's only a matter of time that we're going to be able to get it across the um, across the country, you know, on a larger scale. What's been the the process like? To um, I know it's stocked locally in some some different retailers. What, what's right. that process look like? To get it into uh, retailers, well, yeah, that's a little tougher because we we have. Um, we have a unique product, and not everybody's really sold on the high-protein peanut butter right yet, and that's why even there's probably less than 10 high-protein peanut butters in the world. Right. I, I don't even know if there's that. Um, again, you know, P28 being the first in the game, they were they were actually at it years before everybody else, far before everybody else. Um, and um, right when we were about to finally come out with ours, I remember Nuts and More, they had went on Shark Tank, and um, uh, Mark Cuban bought into them, and they kind of blew up. But um, there's been very few high-protein peanut butters, peanut butters that have extra protein. Again, peanut butter is a high is a is a um, higher protein product, but we have an additional protein. Right now, we have the highest protein peanut butter per two tablespoon serving in the world. So that was one thing we shot for. Which is how much? How many grams? Fifteen point five grams. Yeah. Which. I was when we first got our jugs or containers of the peanut butter. I sent uh, my friend a screenshot of the nutrition label, and I was like, "This is actually 
for only a couple more calories from a jar of Skippy, right. you are more than doubling the yes. amount of protein per serving, which is, from my standpoint, somebody who loves protein and right. and loves peanut butter and <laughs> almond butter, right, eats ample amount of it. Like, yeah, that's a that's a fantastic trade off. Right, and that, and that's where again we we shot to go after. Um, you know, we, again, we want to put out a good product, and we, we you start looking at some of these other peanut butters, and um, you know, their some of their shelf lives are meant to stay on the, you know, stay in your cupboard for a long time. That's one thing we want to stay away from. So we, you know, cut the preservatives, and you know, our sodium levels are a, a lot lower. Um, you know, carbs are closer around the same, sugars are closer around the same, um, but that was something that we um, we want to shoot for is, is putting out a good familiar product. You know, we just have higher protein, and again, our, our shelf life is a year. And if you know, we want to make sure that if, if you open that jar, because it is all natural, it's going to eventually go bad. It's not you know skippy, so it's not going to sit in your cupboard for two or three years. Right. You know, you want to get to it. Um, but to be honest, it couldn't even last that long because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we hear that a lot in like a, a couple weeks. weeks. In our house. <laughs> we actually hear that a lot, and that you know, that makes us excited about the future. Um, so it it definitely is something that you know we stand by for, and we. So if you're cutting out preservatives to, um, you know, make it, uh, you know, more natural and and whatever else. So like you said, it can't sit on your shelf for two three years. Right. Uh, was how much back and forth was there with, um, you know, like the food manufacturer to get it to a point where it's stable enough. Uh, you know, where the product isn't separating and, you know, you're still getting all of the health benefits. Right. Uh, explain that a little bit and uh, well, what we, that process looked like. We have, we feel we have the best chefs. We we have the best, the best programmers and, and the people we got together with and, and we came together and, and uh, put together a, a product and we made sure we got it right. You know, if, if we didn't have it right, we went back to the drawing board and, and got it right. Um, I call them chefs um, because that's basically what they are. And, and, and th it wasn't hard to, to go as natural as you, you could you could go. So it, it wasn't, a, you know, a big thing. You know, you didn't have to go out there and search the earth for, um, you know, fake sugars or, you know, certain ingredients. So it was actually easier, you know, because the peanuts come in. They grind, they're being grind, ground down. I mean, it's really simple. So similar to where you go into like a Trader Joe's and kind of grounding your own peanuts up. Um, we just add our, our flavors in and our recipes in, and that's where that's what kind of makes our peanut butter. And obviously, our protein helps with the flavor as well because our protein has a um, vanilla flavor that you know kind of gives it that little twist. Right. Have you guys ever sold out of the peanut butter? Yes. And, okay, so... I figure that was probably an obvious answer, but uh, what's the time frame then when you go back to the chefs and say, hey, we're all out of product, we need more? Right. How quickly can they turn that around and, and get it back to you? Um, we, can have, we can have peanut butter turned around in, in a day or two. Okay. Um, you know, so if it, it usually when we do demos, um, we'll sell out um, fairly quick, so we'll come out with a few batches of... Um, of each flavor 
in our our high sellers are uh, like our blueberry almond butter and um yeah that's my favorite one if we (laughs) if we make five batches of it five batches don't last they definitely don't last a week i mean they go out the door between our online orders and if we're doing demos and just people who are just stopping in um locally to just buy they go out out the door um we we have a real quick turnaround so we can go back and and make some um nut butters and and have them ready within a day or two you guys have a wide range of flavors you have you know the natural peanut butter the blueberry uh white chocolate yeah that's my favorite um what else we have uh, cinnamon almond butter we have a pumpkin which is seasonal we have uh, a carrot cake that is also seasonal um we have a cookie dough which is a huge favorite um Everywhere we go, everybody loves cookie dough. Uh, we have apple crisp, which is a that's kind of a, a sneaky favorite because <laughs> you know you, you're not sure. You're like, wait a minute, wow, this is actually really good. Um, we also have to uh, do do uh, creamy. We say creamy, um, blueberry, almond butter, cinnamon. But we we actually and we got a surprise coming because we're coming out with a, a new one really soon, and uh, we actually were just working on it over the weekend. So that's going to be our cake batter. So, our oh. cake so that's going to be a fun one. So that, you guys are the excited. first people are to hear that. breaking news on the Sense Fitness podcast. That. Oh, yes. All you guys right. are the very first people <laughs> to hear about that. So. so what's the process like then to create these flavors? Are you just thinking them up like cookie batter sounds like it would be, uh, or cake batter sounds like it would be great? Let's try and do that. Well, I mean, there are some other brands out there. Um, who who um, have a, a cake batter and, and, I, and I've, we've tasted it and you know we're th- we to to me we're like hey we can do better than this um, we know we have great taste in products and like I said we'll we'll find we'll find out how to get get that taste and um, get it out there so we believe if there's something out there that we um, that that we've tasted before and we think could be a great product for us we'll go out there and try to mimic it and and, and likewise you know. This, that's just the game. So so we met, I mean, it was like, I saw the almond butters. We have friends who are loyal customers and love the products. Um, I think the second time we met, you had your pancake mix out. And yes. you were flipping jacks. Right. So tell me about the pancake powder, right? Because it's just add water? It's just add water. You could add an egg if you'd like to. Um, you get, you know... Um, added protein. Added protein. <laughs> but it's just add water. Um, the pancakes is something, like I said, we wanted to do, you know, um, maybe two years ago. We weren't ready. You know, I get all these ideas and, and I'm always trying to... That was one thing I was always told. Slow down. Slow down. I'm always trying to put everything out there. But, um, you know, we, we took our time you know, we, we made sure that we could put out a good product. So it, we didn't rush into it, but it was something that we wanted to do a while back. And um, the pancakes have been a, a blast so far. You know, I think um, the fact that, you know, people, you know, they can smell it. They know it's a real thing. You know, that we're, we're, we're usually cooking it when we go to demos, um, flipping, flipping the pancakes. And it's fun for people to see and, and watch. And, um, and then when they taste it, they're like, wow. So they actually taste really good. They actually taste really good, <laughs> yes. So the pancakes I'm excited about since we've we've uh, came out with the pancakes, they've been they've they've been moving. They've been flying off the shelves as well. Um, so do you happy. think that the food industry this is something that you're definitely going to try to build a bigger niche in? Absolutely. Um, 
the you know I'm always going to do the gym thing. I I love training. I love coaching. Um, but the food, obviously, we know that because it's not really my world. It's fun. Um, it's fun, and it's it's almost you know it's a gamble because you know you look to be as good as possible, and if 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 we don't hit it off the head or, or we don't, we're not as successful as we wanted to at first, you still have an opportunity to get better. Right. And we listen to people. You know, people have, um, you know, people have suggestions or, you know, what about this? And, you know, we listen to them and then we come ba- go back to the drawing board and um, we come up with something. What would you say has been the biggest challenge, I guess, in breaking into that industry? Have you had any difficulties? Uh, yes. Well, you know, trying to get our products in, in um, some of the obviously larger retails um, um, facilities and you know just bouncing around to just other local you know um, local uh, shops or whatever you know trying to get our stuff in you know because they don't because some of them haven't heard of it yet and it because it's tough you know most people don't really want to put a peanut butter in that sticks stays on their uh, shelf they don't know if it's gonna sell so you know, we just we hit the road, and that's why we do a lot of demos and expos because we want to get to you live. We feel we will go head to head with any peanut butter, um, you know, um, even the pancakes. We feel we have great products, and we don't mind, um, you know, criticism. So we feel by getting out there into the public and speaking to the people and 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 letting them taste our product that we can get you. We'll, we'll get everybody. We'll flip everybody by then. Right. Just try our power surge and you'll be a believer. Correct. Protein powder, protein peanut butter, protein pancakes. Yes. What are the benefits of protein? How do you um, explain the importance of it to your clients, to potential customers who come up to you at the demos? What's, you know, how do you, how do you position protein well um, definitely for you know our, our you know clients you know protein is a great source um, you know it's a great way uh, great thing to get into your body you know after workout even pre-workout um, it's great for just metabolizing the muscle helping you rebuild um, you know everybody needs protein you know if we don't have protein chances are you're not gonna live right. so getting protein in your diet and, and most of us um, don't get they don't get protein they don't get enough protein so so many people don't get protein by eating well so this is just an extra way to get that extra protein into your body um, um, that you need you know some of us eat so well that we get the, the plenty of protein that we need um, but it's it's an extra way to get this protein get protein into your body um, especially if you're an ex- you train extreme you know you need that extra protein share some of your most proudest success stories of, of clients that you've worked with, whether they be the youth athlete, all the way on up to the professional athlete? Well, my most proudest success story of one of my athletes is um, is uh, my son, and that's uh, Shea. So he's actually at a demo right now, um, you know, selling, selling peanut butter. <laughs> you know, it's his way to earn some extra cash before he goes to college in a few weeks. Um, but Shea is a... Um, he is now a scholarship Division One. He will be a Division One football player in a few weeks. Um, you know, I've, I've coached him from the time he was four, five years old, um, just to become a better athlete. He didn't have all the natural tools that I had coming up. I was uh, very fortunate as an athlete. Um, he had to work 
a little harder for his for what he um, had to get, and he's continuing to get better, you know, uh, as he ages. So he's definitely my um, most proudest. Um, obviously, being my son, but um, to see where he started from, you know, a lot of people see him and they think automatically of me. Well, your dad was a good athlete. Well, you have to be one, right? You know, mom's mom's an athlete. Mom's a triathlete and a, and a runner and all that. You you have to be a great athlete, but that wasn't the case. Um, he actually had to earn it. Um, he had to work, and there was some. I was just telling a friend the other day, and there was some rough. We had some rough workouts over the years where, you know, I'm I'm a tough critic and, you know, nope, do it again. You know, I'm like Captain Repeat. So if he right. did, did it right, nope, do it again. Where is he going to be playing football? He's going to be playing for Bryant University um, in Rhode Island. Um, you know, he's uh, super excited to go there. It, it's, it's great because, you know, my family uh, being from the Massachusetts area um, and a little closer, yep. it makes it easy for them to go see him. You know, we're still in striking distance. Um we can um, we can go travel and, and, and see him at any time and, and check his games out. So that's that's exciting for us as a family. Um, and you know he also comes back to play U Albany on September seventh um, at U Albany. So that that's very exciting for the you know for us. You'll have to sit on the other side of the stands. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will have to sit on the other side of the stands. On, but I, I do uh, train several guys from U Albany, and I'll be rooting for them as well. Um, you know, I'm excited to see them. You know, I'm excited for every one of my athletes just as much as I am for my son. Right. Uh, what about a professional success story that you could share? Um, I have, um, geez, I have uh, quite a few of them. I have, um, I've trained, like I said, everything from fighters to um, some guys, uh, you know, that have played arena football and, and played in the NFL. And um, I'm very fortunate to... Um, to get those, uh, you know, those, those athletes that actually need the training, um, you know, guys like um, we have uh, ex New York Giant um, and Philadelphia Eagle Jacob Hobbs that comes through. I also played with Jacob. He uh, he comes through now, and he even trains some of our kids. So he's you know awesome individual to add add to it. You know, Joe Villano, who's uh, from the area. He ended up he was with the Patriots uh, when we first met, and. Um, Every time he would come back home, he was a CBA grad, a uh, great football player, went on to Maryland. He would come in, you know, talk to the kids, come get a couple training sessions before he had to go to camp. Um, and then even when he was traded to uh, the Falcons, he um, um, would stop in, you know, when he was around the area. He was great. Um, another buddy of mine uh, who's actually in town, I'm hoping he stops by soon, R.J. Harvey, who's now actually coaching with uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, he's a colony grad, so I'm, I'm very proud of uh, of him to be his friend, um, R.J. Harvey's. You know, there's this, this a b- bunch of names. I can go on about guys that I played with and know um, and trained. Uh, I can go on for, for days. So for someone who isn't familiar with Powerhouse Athletics uh, but wants to check you guys out, wants to come try a workout, how would you – what's your pitch? What's your sales pitch? What would – what would it be for somebody who's like, oh, I want to try them, but I don't really know what the workout would be like? Right. So, you know, we have, um, you know, we don't just work with primetime athletes. Right. That's that's one thing. Uh, for one, for one, sticking on the athletic end, I'd rather train 
the athlete, the the younger athlete who doesn't who who doesn't run the fastest, who doesn't jump the highest. I feel there's I get more out of that because I get to see the pro- progression, and it's not as fast as these super athletes. You know, you don't see that progression so fast. Mm-hmm. You actually it takes some time. It takes a couple of years. Um, so I get excited to train. You know, someone who is kind of fresh to to being you know a premier athlete. Um, I also get excited to see just regular people, you know, um, you know, people who are just moms and dads. I get to, to see their change. So that's what's in it for me. Um, I'm excited for them to, to for them to reach their goals. So it doesn't have to be an athlete, but we do. Uh, we cover a lot. I got some great trainers, some great people. We got a great environment here. You know, our members are people who have been with us for years, and um, they're always welcoming to new people who come here. So that's, you know, to see the camaraderie, no, that's probably one of the better things for me. And we get we get some clients that, you know, go away, we don't see them for a few years, and then they pop back up, and it's like we never left each other. So yeah. that's awesome for that me. That is a good feeling. So uh, where can people find you? Give us uh, the deets, address, website, Instagram, all of it. Yes, we are at Powerhouse Athletics NY, as in New York, dot com. Um, that's our website. We also, to, to get our um, our um, nutrition line, you can go to www.powersurge.us. Um, that will take you directly to, we actually just formed that. Um, that will take you directly to our nutrition line. You can also get to our nutrition line from our Powerhouse Athletics website. Um, we're also on uh, Facebook and Instagram, so you can look us up there. Um, we're, I'm trying to get better at the, the whole social, social media, media thing. And, um, it's hard, man. I don't it, blame you. It <laughs> is. It's literally like a job. It takes me like a half hour to hashtag. And yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, it's it's fun to see um, the eyes that are watching it and the comments you get. And you get some people that are watching it from afar. And, you know, you get people that are able, you know, I, I hear all the time, people that I haven't seen in years um, that have followed my son's career. So it's it's awesome because it gives... It gives you a chance to just put put it out there, and you, you never know who's watching. So. Right. It's true. Well, I was watching. I was very happy to meet you, Gabe. I'm thankful that you invited us here to your home and let Gia destroy your office. For <laughs> yeah. those no, of she's awesome. <laughs> what that noise was. Um, so, yeah, man, nothing but the best of luck. I can't wait to see what you come out with next. You know yes. that Jim and I will be trying it. Yep. We'll right. be lining up. We'll be first in line for it. Well, I don't know if you guys have heard about our CBD products um, that we literally just came no, out with. No, um, do tell. We, um, CBD, the CBDs are, are th- literally we just came out with, I want to say about two and a half to three weeks ago, maybe three to four weeks ago. Um, they've been great. You know, we did a lot of research over the, the last year. Um, you know, we tried the CBDs out on ourselves on our own bodies just to make sure that we were going to be able to put out a good, good product. Again, we searched for the best of the best um, uh, as far as knowledge-wise because we want to know everything we could. And we're still learning because there's still so much out there. Um, we think it's great for athletes, um, just medicinal purposes, you know, you know, to get rid of, to kick the 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 Advil and you know we, we, we you know help with swelling and soreness and pain relief so there's so much that um, these CBDs we really believe they can do what sort of benefits did you see personally taking it well my body you know from playing football for literally probably 35 years my body is, is beat up you know I have multiple surgeries breaks tears everything so um, 
I like to use a topical. Um, it's a we call it a freeze rub. Um, it helps me get through my workouts now. So when I wake up in the morning, sometimes my body's a you know a wreck until I start <laughs> moving. Um, it's been great as far as helping me get through the day. Just you know joints, everything. You know I got again multiple uh, past injuries, so I really believe in it. Um, uh, again. I did the research myself by using myself as a uh, as a um, guinea pig, and we wouldn't put any product out there that we didn't know of or believe of. And and um, you know we made again we made sure we searched out the best of the best when it came to um, you know the people who make the product for us. Right. Yeah, I mean you see a dozen CBD shops popping up right. all over the place now. Um, so, so that's great that you, that you did the research. Right. You tested it on yourself. You right. got it to a point where you're comfortable with putting it out for other people. So, that's sweet. Right. It's um, uh, and I'll tell you, it's again, it, it, it is a, it is something that you know everybody else is is still learning, and we tell people to do their research, um, go out there and find out as much as you can a, a, about the product. Um, you know, uh, there's there is a ton of information. And, you know, it's something that's going to grow and continue to grow. There's going to be plenty of uh, benefits that come out, uh, probably even more. So um, do your research. Yeah, cool. And then once you find uh, more of those benefits, people start talking about this product, we'll come back. Yes. And you can talk all about CBD oil. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Gabe. We really do appreciate it. No problem. I appreciate you uh, thinking of me and, and, and wanting to do this for me. So this yeah. helps. Cool. Our pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sense Fitness Podcast. As a thank you for listening, head to our website, sensefitness.com, to grab yourself a free copy of our recipe book. 145 different recipes complete with calorie counts and full macro breakdowns so you can easily keep track of your goals. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, condiments, and protein shake recipes, they're all in there, so grab yourself a free copy. Sensefitness.com, click the sign-up tab and use the promo code PODCASTFREE at checkout. Stay on the fast and arrow with Rolf Prima wheels. Handmade locally in Eugene, Oregon, Rolf Prima will make you the fastest thing on two wheels. Carefully engineered with the best materials, Rolf Prima wheel sets are tested to ensure peak performance and minimize drag. Not only are the wheels fast, the support from team members is unmatched. Superior customer service from folks who are cyclists and outdoor adventurists themselves. Check them out online at rolfprima.com or contact us at sensefitness.com to find out how you can own a set of the fastest wheels in the industry.